Welcome to the Hawkeye Psychic Podcast. And you're very welcome back to the Hawkeye Psychic Rugby Union Podcast with your host Mark Kennedy. I'm joined again this week by Lee McBreen and in this part of the podcast we'll review the Ireland November Test Match Series squad selection. I suppose Liam, first off, your reaction to the Ireland Senior Squad announced for the November Test Match Series. Uh, what was your general reactions here? Yeah, it's look, it's along it's along the the general lines, but um, there's a there's a few kind of standout guys who are, who've been left out, and it it could be literally the end of the road for them at international level. I mean, I suppose Jack Harty is an obvious guy, and then there's two guys who are relatively inexperienced, Neil Doak and Ben Healy, and I mean at this stage, it effectively rules you out from being in the World Cup squad if you don't get into the full squad or even into the a squad so yeah i mean a bit a bit kind of uh surprised at those and then in terms of between guys who were put in the a squad we've had marty moore in the a team uh tom o'toole has been put into the full squad i kind of and then calvin ash gets the nod over shane daly for the full Irish squad as well so that's kind of um bit of a surprise but yeah I mean look I'm very happy to see so many Munster players between the two squads as well um Kilcoyne and Barron and Tom Hearn getting into the A squad as well so yeah it's 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 along expected lines I guess I suppose an interesting squad uh Liam when you run down through I'm happy to see the Emerging Ireland kind of tour has reaped its reward for quite a few of the guys I really impressed on tour. I know last week we'd waxed lyrically about the likes of the Robert Balicons, the Tom Hearns, the Barons, Jack Crowley, Shane Daly's, Max Deegans. They all are going to get some sort of action here in November, which is great. But maybe we can preview the back three. Seven selected here in the back three. Robert Balicone, Mac Hansen, Hugo Keenan, Mike Lowry, Calvin Nash, obviously the, the debutante here in the squad, Jimmy O'Brien and Jacob Stockdale. It makes a, a long overdue return. I suppose any general reactions here in that back three squad selection? I suppose, look, firstly, the, the fact is that like both Earls and Conway have been ruled out, you know, and they would certainly have made the, the full squad uh, for sure. Um, James Lowe is just kind of recuperating, is going to get more game time as well. Again, he's another guy, you know, that would be looking at. But yeah, look, for me, um, this is this is the series for for Balakum to shine, you know. This this guy is as good a winger in the certain the northern hemisphere. Like that that's how good he is. Um, he is very strong defensively, and he he's just scoring tries for fun. So I'd like to see him. Um, probably yeah. I mean, I'd like to see Mac Hansen as well in the back three, and uh, completed then with with Hugo Keenan. But, like, obviously, all the other guys in the squad, the likes of um, Stockdale, great to see him back. He still has a phenomenal try-scoring record. Uh, Calvin Nash, Mike Lowry. That, 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 you know, the, those, they are worth a look as a back three, I suppose, for the Fiji game and even a bit of experimentation for the game against Australia. Um, so that's what I've been thinking at the moment. Yeah, because, I mean, the schedule is quite interesting, isn't it? I mean, 
November 4th, we do have the Ireland A fixture against the All Blacks 15, which looks quite competitive in the RDS. Then we have the 5th of November, South Africa uh, coming to the Viva. Uh, then we have Fiji returning to Dublin for the first time since 2017 on Saturday, the 12th of November. And then the series wraps up with, um, I think it could be an interesting game against Australia on Saturday the 19th as well. Uh, again, memories of that summer tour of 2018 here for Ireland when they secured that famous series win. But um, yeah, I'm just wondering here in terms of the likes of the Calvin Nashes and even the Mike Lowry's um, and Robert Balcones, do you feel that maybe a Calvin Nash will be put in at some point against Fiji? Is that probably the game plan here? Oh yeah, I, th- I think they're going to going to have a look at at everyone, as I said, including the Iron Games and over the the Iron Day against the New Zealand uh, All Blacks XV. Yeah, I think it's I think if you're in the squad, you're you know the tournament thirty seven man squad, you're going to get game time. There's there's an absolute like certainty with that. Um, they're going to run the rule over, and they're going to probably you know, effectively try and create that 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 fifty player um, selection. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, look, Stockdale. Um, if he gets going again, like he, he's pretty much unstoppable uh, as a winger. Um, and yeah, I, again, I suppose look, I'm looking at delighted to see McCluskey in because he just offers us so much different. Uh, and he's one of the one of the three centres we have named, so he's going to get big game time. And so the question is, will will it also see maybe um, Kieran Frawley in alongside him at centre? That that certainly is an option as well. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's a very very exciting squad that's been named, and yeah, I'd also look at like of um, McCarthy, Joe McCarthy, you know. Big chance for him to stake his claim as well with Ian Henderson out. Indeed. I mean, the centres, Robbie Henshaw, Stuart McCluskey, Gary Ringrose, obviously Bundy being suspended was probably unavailable for the squad selection. I'm surprised that it's only just three centres now. You could argue the point here that Jacob Stockdale may come into the picture here as a kind of a three quarters. But uh, I think predominantly Henshaw, McCluskey and Ringrose will be getting an awful lot of game minutes here. And, I think it's a huge opportunity thing for McCluskey, as you said, Liam, to really establish himself and really raise a good question for the likes of Andy Farrell, Simon Easterby, Mike Catt in terms of Six Nations selection and overall World Cup 2023 selection. Because as you say, he's such an abrasive ball carrier, you know, such physicality. And his offloading game is phenomenal. So that will add a superb element there. I suppose the out halves here, uh, Liam, uh, we have Johnny Sexton, obviously, who's captain. Uh, Joey Carberry and Kieran Frawley, um, and also to note here that Jack Crowley is in the Ireland A setup. But um, any arguments here in terms of the out halves that have been selected? None at all. I mean, I mean, as it looked, we alluded to the fact that Healy and Carty are 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 not selected at all. But like, that's because you know they they are well down the the selection ladder really this stage. Um, I, I would be looking at myself, I would have to say I rate Jack Crowley that high that I think he has the ceiling to be even second choice to Sexton come the World Cup. You know, if he, he, he certainly is going to get divided game time at Munster as well. And um, Frawley, yeah, Frawley is just a, like a footballer, you know, 12, 10, 
he can play anywhere anywhere really across the back line. Um, the question is, I think ultimately that Sexton, while he gets a start in the first game, you are going to have to give the other two guys starts in the in the next two games after that. I'd agree with you, um, definitely. Frawley and Carberry. I think you see a noted improvement in Carberry's performance even last week. We'll allude to that in a few minutes. Just in terms of the Bulls, I mean, he senses that the competition is on here. Jack Crowley's come back from the emerging Irish tour with an awful lot of plaudits. And I think from an Andy Farrell perspective, he'll be looking to see Jack Crowley getting game minutes here, maybe to the detriment of Ben Healy here. But I suppose Frawley there as well. Um, over Ross Byrne to a certain extent. I suppose the Jack Carty element as well here. Um, it is probably looking ominous for Jack Carty, I would say, right now here, Liam. Uh, just given we're in November, we're kind of in the run into World Cup 2023 after the new year. You'd reckon that this kind of group of players will be what Andy Farrell will be selecting from. So um i suppose for jack harty as he loses at the start of the podcast is probably ominous times in terms of international prospects going forward yeah it is but look look he hasn't really been carrying great form this season has he you know um in 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 a underperforming conic side and again I, i'm not sure what his contract situation is but when you look at the likes of of him and, and healy and if they're if they're off at the end of the season you know they'll, they'll, be, they'll be thinking about that after the autumn internationals as well, um, but certainly you know this was last chance to do, last chance to make any sort of impression because the Six Nations squad would just be would just be the almost the nailed World Cup squad. Yeah, to be fair to Jack Carty, he's still only thirty. He did sign that three-year contract with Connacht back in November 2021, so he's contracted to Connacht Rugby Club until 2025. So. He's still there. He's still available for selection. But I suppose it's showing the conveyor belt of talent here at 10 now, um, particularly with the likes of Jack Crowley, as you say here, um, Liam could be quite a significant one. I suppose looking at the other halfback kind of pairing here, the scrum halves, we have Craig Casey, uh, Jameson Gibson Park, who I, is currently sidelined at the moment, and also Connor Murray. So I know you're a big supporter of Nathan Doak here, uh, Liam. So... Are we presuming Gibson Park's going to be unavailable here for a little bit? But I do see Blade, Creelan Blade is in the Ireland A's setup, so I'd imagine he would come straight in uh, to the actual senior squad if Gibson Park was un- unavailable due to fitness issues. So I suppose what's your read on the scrum half situation? Yeah, I mean, I mean, suppose the, the first thing is you have to kind of um, look at consistency, you know. Andy Farrell didn't select James Lowe because he hasn't had much game time, right? And Jameson Gibson Park has had virtually nothing <laughs> this season, you know, and he gets selected. I mean, it would probably be far better just to go with Murray, Casey and Blade, you know? Um, um, so that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And yeah, certainly like, um, they're obviously rating Keelan Blade again ahead, ahead of Doak as well. So it's quite clear how they're ranking the players. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, Casey, to me, what I like about him is he gives an up-tempo game. And that's something that certainly over the autumn series we need to really look at because he offers something different um, than the other two scrum apps. Yeah, and I think Blade offers that as well, doesn't he? 
He's very quick around the ruck area, tries to really kind of get things moving quickly. Um, so for Connacht particularly, so um, so it'll be interesting there. And to be honest, I'm still a massive fan of Nathan Doak. And then I think just he's nine and ten versatility here, Liam. Surely that has to be considered in some training sessions, even during this November international series or even during the Six Nations. I mean, surely have a look at the player. I mean, Simon Easterby's had a look at Doak and also Crowley, particularly at 9 and 10 in the Emerging Ireland Tour and I thought they didn't put a foot wrong. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see where Nathan Doak kind of lands here because he offers, I think, an awful lot of upside and could be that secret weapon that we need uh, come France 2023. I suppose quickly, prop situation here, uh, Liam, with Finley Bielham, Tyke Furlong, Keane Healy, Jeremy Lockman, uh, retains his senior spot here, Tom O'Toole and Andrew Porter. Um, any general reactions here uh, to those props being included? Uh, yeah, I, I, the main thing would be Tom O'Toole, you know. I, I don't think he's that good a scrummager um compared to Marty Moore. I mean, Marty Moore just had his place on the bench for me and he can wheeze away all he wants, you know what I mean? If he can, he's going to give 15 minutes uh, at the end of a game, that, that's going to be good enough for me. Um, and then, yeah, um, I- interesting, it's, yeah, I see Salano actually is in the A squad again, so he's um, obviously rating him highly there. Um, and yeah, it's uh, Lockman, I mean, yeah, it's 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 certainly Lockman has has come on as well. I suppose again he he's been good for Ireland and emerging Ireland as well. So um, he's worth a look certainly at Loosehead in particular. You know where we are a bit lightly stocked as well. Absolutely, I could see probably the Fiji game even. I'd argue for some game minutes, particularly against Australia as well, just to test them out test that depth chart and lose head because we definitely need our depth chart to be fully stacked going in from a front tree perspective. Hookers wise, I suppose, given the news of Ronan Kelleher being unavailable with Dave Heffernan, Rob Herring and Dan Sheehan, I suppose Dan Sheehan probably slotting in as the first choice right now. But I suppose the battle on between Dave Heffernan and Rob Herring really to get game time here in November match series. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, you'd, you'd often, before, in terms of Herring, it was like a question of, you'd start Herring and then you'd bring on a more impact guy, you know, and, and Herring is guaranteed is very good throwing and he's in that Ulster um, mall, which is like almost unstoppable when he gets going. But yeah, um, look, Sheehan was was, was uh, great in the open play in the Six Nations and he'll start... And again, I mean, it's glorious opportunity. You, you know, the the game against Australia definitely would be it's going to be mix and match. And I'd like to see myself maybe actually Dave Heffern get get a start in the Australia game. I'd completely agree with you. I think Dave Heffern needs to show he's worth in terms of Test match rugby right now. I think we know what Dan Sheehan provides. South Africa obviously will be the crunch clash. On November 5th, you could definitely put in Rom Herring in Fiji. And then Dave Heffernan definitely come in against Australia, who do have a very competitive set piece, particularly line-out time. I think we definitely need to kind of evaluate Dave Heffernan and Rob Herring here um, as well. I suppose the significant selection on Ireland Day is that Dermot Barron, fresh from the Emerging Ireland Tour South Africa, is in the A 
um, section of the squad. Uh, no sign of Niall Scannell here, uh, Lean. So maybe is that ominous signs for Niall Scannell and his long-term prospects of getting a World Cup selection next year? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it's funny when there are guys, Munster guys I'm talking about, who are maybe second choice for, for Munster, who are getting Ireland A call-ups, you know? Um, and, yeah, I mean, you look at Salno as well, you know? Um, you have Tom Ahern. So, yeah, it, it does look as if, basically, Scannell is, is well down the pecking order. And that that's the question, too, which is intriguing to me, is what happens from now on, from the autumn on, for Munster selection, you know? Is that to be influenced by Andy Farrell saying, you know, these are the kind of guys now that need to get game time between now and the end of the season? Yeah, I think he said he stalled out here, Liam, hasn't he? Given this November Test Match Series squad, he's going to be asking these guys to play a game, particularly when we get to Champions Cup, Challenge Cup, the Interpros during the Christmas period into February. So I can see phone calls being made to an awful lot of provincial managers here, Liam, to get these guys as much game minutes as possible, coupling that with um, welfare. Um, so I think that'll be an interesting kind of call across all the provinces. I suppose Locks-wise, Tyke Byrne, Joe McCarthy comes in to the squad, James Ryan and Kieran Treadwell. Um, any kind of issues with any of those four? I suppose Ryan Baird as well, that could potentially slot in as a as a lock if need be. He's selected at back row, but any issues with that selection? Uh, look, um, you know, for me... <laughs> I have to say, you know, Ty Byrne is a back row. Yeah, and um, that's that's just the way I, I, I look at him, you know. So I, I have him really in terms of back row selection. Um, and I, I would like to see actually uh, McCarthy and Ryan Baird combination tried, you know. Um, for me, look, for there's two guys that I don't think have really turned up for Ireland for many as a year, and that's Gary Ringrose and James Ryan, quite frankly, you know. So, um, yeah, so um, look, Treadwell definitely deserves his spot as well there. Um, he's been really, really uh, consistent for Ulster. But that's my thinking on on locks, you know, without without Henderson, obviously, being around. Yeah, I suppose Henderson being the big omission, but again, there's an injury there. James Ryan did sustain. We'll talk about it in a few minutes about uh, a knee injury. Uh, against Connacht in the sports ground. So whether he plays sufficient game minutes in November remains to be seen. But yeah, like it's great to see Tom Hearn um, in that environment again. He's only going to grow and develop and prosper as a player and ultimate benefit being to Munster Rugby here after November International Series. And I suppose finally here, we've mentioned Ryan Baird, we've Jack Conan, Gavin Coombs, Craylon Doris, Peter O'Mahony, Keen Prendergast, Nick Timoney and Joff van der Fleer. I mean, that's a very strong back row unit. And then when you throw in the likes of Scott Penny, Max Deegan into the equation here, you know, it's not going to be fun wanting that back row unit, is it? No, it's it's the the source of strength, isn't it? In, in the entire squad, it's just ridiculously good, like, you know. And honestly, any three combination there would, would, would do well, you know. But I, I think, I suppose, look, the most intriguing... Selection will be at number eight, won't it? I mean, yeah. <clears throat> like, I mean, do you do you keep Conan there? 
do you put someone like um, Keelan Doris, Coombs, while you might start him, would, would you have Coombs on the bench, you know? Um, so we have big calls there. I'd agree with you. I think there's going to be big calls there. I think each of these players provide distinct attributes. I mean, Jack Conan for his mobility, his breakdown work, his linking of play between backs and forwards, phenomenal. Um, whether he's a fit to play against South Africa remains to be seen. So then you'd be looking at the Caelan Doris, Gavin Coombs, particularly his brute physicality. We'll talk about the Munster Bulls game in due course, but my God, you know, a guy from five metres out, he's unstoppable. Um, and Caelan Doris, look, he's offloading, he's line speed, he's running lines, particularly with ball in hand. So it will be intriguing. I think that'll be a key watch here, uh, Liam, for sure. I mean, I hope to see Keane Prendergast getting a few game minutes. I mean, from an emerging Ireland perspective, he did show leadership, particularly against the Greekas, the Pumas and the Cheetahs. And I think he will be rewarded with some sufficient game minutes, particularly against Fiji and Australia, I would say. Again, Nick Timoney as well hasn't put a full round close to rugby. So, again, it's such a strong back row unit here. You consider the guys that are not around there, likes of the... The Paul Boyles of this world in Connacht. I suppose you're looking at the John Hodnets, Ask Dellens, folks of, you know, there, even from Ulster. It's such stacked uh, talent in terms of back row unit that it'll be a fascinating watch. I mean, the Ireland A, I mean, we'll repeat it. Tom Hearn, Dermot Barron, Caelan Blade, Jack Crowley, Shaley, Max Deegan, James Hume probably, Lean maybe feels a little bit disappointed that he didn't really get into that centre combination, I suppose, given his good run of form last season, particularly summer tour. Dave Kilcoyne really only coming back from injury. I think he has stepped it up in recent weeks. Marty Moore, as you said, great to see him back. Jamie Osborne had a great tour of South Africa recently. Scott Penny as well. My God, we didn't even include Scott Penny there. And Roman Salanoa, I think you can just mark it right now that Andy Farrell... And the coaching staff have massive time for Salanoa. And I think he's a guy that's going to France for the World Cup in 2023. I think there's a development plan there. I think he could be really kind of pressing for a prop spot uh, on the flight uh, next October. Yeah, he's, he's raw, isn't he? Like, you know, I suppose, look, we, we even at Munster, we still have to see him properly scrummaging against teams. You know what I mean? Mm. Because we, we haven't really, really seen him in the last few seasons. So that, but yeah, he's just raw potential and power. There's no doubt about that. We're um, going to need the physicality. We're going to need strong guys, particularly when we're facing the South Africans of this world. You know, and really, so Roman Salanoa talks, takes an awful lot of boxes in terms of the raw talent, the physicality, particularly coming in with 20, 30 minutes to go. Um, it could be an option. So look, more to follow there. I suppose I'm thinking of Ben Fahili here in terms of the selection. He doesn't seem to be anywhere near it. No respect to Ben. But is there a certain head coach in Scotland probably monitoring situation here for Ben Healy? Granted that he's on the 12-month contract at the moment, Munster Rugby. Do we feel that there's maybe an approach here for the likes of Ben Healy? I'm thinking of also in terms of John Cooney here. John Cooney looks as if another guy that seems to be completely, um, I'm not saying ditched here, but I think... Other options are being seriously considered beyond John Cooney. So I think these are two guys here that maybe opportunity for other teams might represent itself here, uh, Liam. 
Well, Mark, it has been breaking news today. The autumn squad has been announced for Scotland and there is no place there for Finn Russell. Yeah. So, I mean, that really highlights that Scotland are kind of not that stacked really at out half. I mean, you have Blair Kinghorn and then you have Hastings and the third guy is, isn't it, um, Glasgow guy from Glasgow Warriors so yeah I mean look at the moment like I mean probably Healy would be second choice for Scotland going on that basis and I think that he could play because he's obviously not announced in the autumn squad he could be a live option for the Six Nations and the fact that he will probably announce after Christmas that he's going to one of Glasgow or Edinburgh for next season that would be enough for him to be still playing with Munster and getting picked for Scotland and he's, he's got nothing to lose this stage you know he has to you know he's got a professional career he's to think about if he's fifth or sixth or seventh for Ireland to potentially be second for Scotland that you know he has to go he has to do it and he can play the World Cup he can play Six Nations uh, John Cooney I think Scotland are, are a bit more well stacked there and the fact that Cooney's what is he 32 years old like yeah he you know that's age is kind of going against him as well really um and yeah that's 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 kind of what we're thinking would be on Ben Healy yeah because it's been interesting with Russell I mean remember that final Guinness Six Nations match in March you know he was one of the six players that had breached team protocol he went out for a few drinks in Edinburgh after returning from their win in Italy the previous weekend. So it's Blair Kinghorn from Edinburgh, Adam Hastings. It's Scott, it's Ross Thompson from Glasgow Warriors as well. I mean, you could see Ben Healy slotting in very seamlessly there, even as a backup here for a start. I mean, again, they do seem to like Kinghorn a bit in terms of that 10 position, particularly Gregor Townsend. But I think, you know, Ben Healy here, you know, he's kick, he's distance. <laughs> You know, I think it would be invaluable for any team, particularly Scotland. Yeah, I mean, I mean we also have to remember this. Blair Kinghorn is very much a, a, a running out half. Yeah. With no real kicking ability, right? And also, uh, it, isn't it Buffelli that does all the kicking? Exactly. Um, off yeah. the tee for Edinburgh. So again, I mean, you're you're starting a guy for a game like who who has no kicking record. I mean, it's it's incredible, really. And as you said, like Ben Healy... The boot on him has to be a viable option, surely. I think so. And I think if you're Ben Healy and his agent and family, you really have to consider, in terms of international prospects now, the Emerging Ireland Tour. It's now been shown that players that went on that tour, on that plane in South Africa, have been rewarded with more prominent training sessions, more potentially senior game minutes at test match level. So I think from a Ben Healy perspective, the decision is... Uh, do you stick with Munster and IRFU or do you look and explore your options? And we're just maybe identifying Scotland as a prime example here, but I think Scotland would be very rash to not run the rule over this player. And maybe potentially, given that where Ben Healy is in his contract talk, you know, discussions with Munster Rugby right now, I think that could be an interesting kind of subplot as we go into the rest of the season. 
suppose we might depart there. I mean, it's very exciting, those November Test Match Series. I think the Fiji game in the middle will be absolute. Hopefully, it'll be a good day in Aviva Stadium because Fiji, in full flow, with their expansive rugby, will be a joy to see. South Africa, we know, will bring to the table utter physicality and a very structured game plan. And then we have Australia as well, who are well capable of creating expansive rugby out wide. So I think there are three very contrasting fixtures. And then you have the All Black 15 game in the RDS as well, coupled with the Munster South Africa during this as well. So it's going to be very exciting. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you liked what you heard in this podcast, why not subscribe to the Hawkeye Psychic podcast on either Amazon, Spotify, YouTube, or Twitter platforms. You can also follow me at Hawkeye Psychic on Facebook and Twitter for the latest sporting opinions, articles, and reports.